the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Don't have time to go on SoCal Live today? Leave Scott a voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. Great to be with you today on this fine Tuesday afternoon. You can join our conversation by calling 888-528-2557, 888-LA-TALKS, 888-528-2557. Election Day is just two weeks away. Did you know that there are two, two different sports gambling propositions on the ballot in California? Two different ones, Proposition 26 and 27. We'll talk about those a little bit here. Have you seen the ads, the television ads for sports betting apps? I've been seeing these for a long time. I didn't realize, I was kind of confused about it at first because I thought it would be illegal to vote uh, or to bet on uh, on sporting events uh, through an app. And then I thought, well, maybe they're offshore. What's the deal? Turns out it's very illegal right now in California, but California voters are going to have the opportunity to make it legal. Here's an, here is a uh, sample of the type of commercial that you're hearing in California right now for one of these apps. Well, this one's called DraftKings. They say fortune is fickle. Wrong. I just know what I like. And it ain't settling for three. So let's make it interesting. I put a million bucks in up to five DraftKings sportsbook accounts. Lay it all on tonight's game or kiss it goodbye. Hello, Fortune. And uh, there you go. So you're seeing these ads on a whole lot of things that use words like fortune and millions of dollars. And uh, it tempts a lot of people who go download the app and then find out you can't use it if you live in California. Well, Proposition 27 will change that on uh, for sports betting and uh, on the app. And Proposition 26 also changes sports betting at uh, casinos on tribal lands and at horse race tracks and other places. Um, what do you think about this? What do you think about gambling in general? What do you think is going to happen if these uh, pass in California? 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. Naturally, it isn't just about the way they put these propositions together. It's not just about, hey, uh, you get to gamble. Uh, it's our schools win, too, and mental health is going to win. And especially Prop 27, there's going to be uh, all this money is going to go to uh, the homeless and help provide housing for homeless. And that's kind of the emotional tug they put on there. I'm here to tell you, it is nothing, you know, that's that's something that they had to give the state in order to get on the ballot. Uh, we'll talk a little bit later. I've got Andy Bales on here pretty soon from the Union Rescue Mission to talk about his thoughts about these things. Um, I, I think that this is not a good thing. I'm just going to tell you my own personal perspective uh, is no on these. And part of that's because I'm coming from a pastoral uh, position where I have spent an awful lot of time dealing with people, especially in San Diego. And San Diego County has so many casinos. It's, they're just everywhere. It's unbelievable and how many casinos there are. And people are wrecking their lives. 
Now, some people can gamble responsibly if there's a way to do that, where you say to yourself, I'm going to spend a certain amount of money and that's it. If I lose it, I lose it and I'm done. But lots of people can't. And more and more people can't. And I've counseled people. I counseled a guy one time who had to just about lost his house because he mortgaged his house in order to finance his gambling. And he got in so much trouble and his wife didn't know anything about it. Somehow they stayed married. But it was very, very close. And uh, I guess his name was the only one on the house. I'm not sure how he kept that from her. But, but you know, obviously she was devastated and they nearly lost everything. And uh, he was an idiot. But uh, it's a problem. It's an, it's an addiction. Currently in California, there is some gambling, right? The uh, California lottery, the state lottery, and the Powerball and Mega Millions, you can do that. And uh, all, all 58 counties in California allow for that. You also have uh, card rooms. There's a few card rooms in different places. Uh, I think you've seen a couple in Los Angeles. And uh, you can do that. There's horse racing betting. And uh, you can do that. And then there's tribal casinos. There are 66 casinos, tribal casinos in California. And uh, what 26 is going to do is it's going to change some of the rules. Right now at those uh, casinos, you can't have in-person roulette or dice games uh, or sports wagering on tribal lands. 26 would allow those types of games, okay? So you're like you're rolling craps or you're doing uh, the roulette with the wheel and all of that. That's not allowed apparently right now. I don't know because I haven't been there. Some people took us to one place, you know, for the buffet, you know, and I'm kind of sneaking around. You know, the pastor of the church, you know, you just don't really know what people are going to say. And you say, well, I'm just here for the buffet. You know, sure you are. Uh, And it wasn't really that good, to be quite honest with you. I was disappointed. Uh, Or cheap. It wasn't cheap. I thought, uh, you know, $5 uh, for some kind of, uh, you know, top sirloin didn't happen. Not at all. Just wasn't that good. Uh, so Proposition 26 will change that. 27, I think, is the one that impacts more people because what it does is it allows online and mobile sports wagering um, outside of the tribal lands. You won't have to go to those casinos. You can have it right on your phone. All right. So the apps for these different uh, gambling companies, and there can be a bunch of them. So casinos, Las Vegas casinos, the big companies especially, are developing these apps. I think that Caesars Palace already has one, DraftKings, there's a bunch of them. And basically, everybody's phone is going to become Las Vegas. I mean, everybody's phone already has the sleaze. Now it's going to have the gambling. Everybody's phone. You got to be 21. And probably you, there's a way to, you know, I guess, prove that. You know, personally, just the, the whole idea of it, I think, I think people don't have control. I think that that just from a moral standpoint, and I'm not saying that, you know, the Bible doesn't say, as far as I know, the Bible doesn't say anything about gambling or no gambling. It doesn't say thou shalt not gamble. Uh, Thou shalt not wager on your favorite sports teams. I imagine there's some broke people listening who wagered something on the Dodgers, maybe some uh, wealthy people who wagered something on the Phillies uh, right now, but very few. You know, these, these big casinos and the big buildings and all of this stuff, the reason that they have those big hotels and the reason that there are, they are growing and they're becoming so popular is because the house wins. It's because even though some games might have an 80 or 90% payout, meaning that you're most likely to get some of your money back, people gamble so much money that it's enough to build these fancy hotels and enough to do all of this stuff. Imagine now that everybody's carrying a casino in their pants, in their pocket, in their purse. I just don't think... You know, that's just me. Tell me if you think that I am wrong. Tell me if you think maybe this is just a, uh, 
you know, a libertarian freedom issue. You know, let people do what they want, that kind of thing. 888-528-2557. 888-528-2557. These are Propositions 26 and 27 that are on your ballot. And uh, if you can do sports betting, I just, I think to myself, if I'm Pete Rose right now, this drives me crazy. You know, I didn't, I'm not sure that he's doing that well in, anyway, but you know who Pete Rose is? He's the, he's baseball's all-time hit leader, okay? All-time hit leader, great player, obvious Hall of Famer. He's not in the Hall of Fame because uh, he gambled on baseball. Now, he gambled on baseball and he was playing, right? He gambled against his own team. And you can understand why that's bad, right? Because if you if you gamble and you bet that our team's going to lose today, that could affect the way you play, right? That's you don't want that. Uh, and hopefully, you know, I would think that this is going to lead to to scandals in all professional sports where athletes are going to bet on you know bet for or against their own team. And how far does it go? There are some places in Vegas apparently where you can bet on anything. You can bet on balls and strikes. You can bet on the number of yards somebody might throw for or run for in a football game. You can bet on the score per quarter. I think in these apps you're able to actually bet throughout the game different times. And imagine what's going to happen to people who don't have control when they're betting $5 on the first quarter and $5 in the second quarter and $5 in the third quarter, all with the great opportunity to win, you know, a hundred bucks or win $300 or win a million dollars. That drives a lot of people crazy. How do you feel about this? Is it, is it right? Is it something that is not right? You, have you had an experience with this that has been uh, positive or, or negative? I'm not trying to call you out. You know, if you're like somebody who likes to go to Vegas and you like to gamble, I'm not talking, you know, I'm not trying to call you out here. But what's the wise thing to do? That, I think, is the biblical approach to all of these things in our life. When the Bible doesn't, you know, explicitly say, thou shalt not gamble, uh, it definitely tells us to be wise. You know, it, it asks us scripturally, we are asked not really to ask necessarily, is it legal which is a good question. Obviously, you don't do it if it's legal, biblically, or if it's illegal, biblically. Is it legal? Is it moral? You know, that's a good question to ask, but people have different conversations about that. I bet if we said right now, is it moral or immoral to, to, to gamble, uh, we would have different Christians with a different perspective on that. And I'll bet that is true in our audience. And, you know, so is it moral? That's really a question that doesn't necessarily resolve the issue. Is it biblical? Well, you know, I don't think we really have that explicitly. Is it ethical? You know, we might have a different philosophical conversation about the ethics of of gambling, the ethics of sports gambling, uh, gambling on your phone and your apps, those kinds of things. Those are interesting questions. But the right question to ask for any situation is, what is the wise thing to do? You see what I'm saying? It's it's that is the biblical question. What is the the wise thing to do? You can have some disagreement on that, but it it does shed away a lot of the the fluff. It sheds away a lot of the different answers that people have. Is it the wise thing to do? Uh, you know, I think you know, in my opinion, it's just not wise. I know a guy. I have a friend who he's his job. He is a professional poker player. Uh, that's what he does for a living. And, you know, he, other, you wouldn't know it, you know, to, to see him. Uh, and it, it's kind of shocking that he does this and he's good enough at that game. At least it requires some skill, you know, like the old song says, you know, every hand's a winner and every hand's a loser. There's, you know, I understand how that works. And, uh, 
but gosh, it's scary and it's huge money. He's like wagering years, you know, most of us, it's a year's salary that he's playing in these games. Uh, it is a, it's a shocking thing. Can I just tell you, I, I have only gambled uh, in Las Vegas styling gambling one time and I won and it, it emotionally did not affect me well. Can I just say this? So I had a, a flight and I went to, uh, I can't remember where I was going to, but I flew through Las Vegas and I had a long layover. It was like six hours. And for some reason I got a cheaper flight because of the six hour thing, right? I, you know, what I actually did was I got bumped. So I used to fly a lot and I would get myself, you know, when they overbook the flights, if they kick you off the flight or if you volunteer to get off, they give you a voucher. They give you a bunch of money. I think I got $300 just to get off the flight. But the flight I ended up on had a six hour layover in Las Vegas. So I went to Las Vegas. And I'd only been to Las Vegas just to drive through it on my way to Utah or somewhere else. And I thought, well, I got six hours. I'm going to uh, leave the airport and go check it out. So I did. I got in a cab. There, I don't think there was Uber back then. So this would have been, I don't know, 10 years ago. Uh, and I uh, got in an actual cab, went to the Strip. And I walked up and down. And I went into some of these casinos and I checked it out. I didn't spend any money at, on the, in those casinos. I didn't do that. But I, I checked out the food. I think I ate lunch somewhere. And I really checked it out. I thought a couple of things. One of the things I thought is I'm never bringing my kids here. I mean, oh, my gosh, they're handing me all kinds of things about prostitutes and about things I could do and my my, my layover and all this stuff. And they're just handing this out on the street. And uh, you've probably seen that. I, I don't want my kids to have this stuff. I don't want the adults to have this stuff either. No wonder they call it Sin City. And uh, so I but I wanted to get kind of that a feel for what's this about. And the hotels are amazing. And the shopping malls that are amazing. In fact, I met Steve Garvey on this trip. Steve Garvey, Dodger first baseman when I was growing up, Steve Garvey, number six, was in a bookstore signing autographs because he'd had a book. And I got to walk through there. And it's funny, I didn't buy the book, but I said, hi, Steve Garvey, I'm Scott Furrow. And I shook his hand and I got to meet Steve Garvey. That was cool. I got to do that on that day. Anyway, I uh, got back to the airport. Now, I'm at the airport. I still have like three hours or something or two hours till my flight. There's all these slot machines everywhere. And I'm I'm watching this lady just play these slot machines. She's uh, playing one and then moving to another one and playing that one, then back to the first one and playing that one. And uh, she's not winning anything. And I'm just kind of watching this. I don't even understand how this works, right? I'm completely green to this. And uh, but I was curious, and I and I was watching. By the way, you're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. If you would like to join our conversation, the number is 888-528-2557. We're talking about gambling, in particular sports gambling, because there are two propositions on the ballot that are about this, and you need to know about them and uh, what they're going to do. They're going to allow for, Prop 27 will allow for sports gambling around the state. Um, Anywhere in California, you can have an app right on your phone and gamble from it. Prop 26 would increase the number of games that you can play at tribal casinos, and it will also uh, increase the gambling that can happen. You can do sports betting and uh, different gambling at horse races. Uh, So I'm telling my own gambling story. So I'm in the Las Vegas airport. they got slot machines everywhere. And I thought, well, you know what? I'm going to go. I'm going to go play. And I sit next to this lady, and I kind of watch her. And I'm sitting at the slot machine where she was just playing, and she had moved to the next one. So I'm sitting next to her. I kind of watch her. And uh, I didn't really understand how it works, all right? I mean, there's the arm you pull down is what I thought, but I didn't know there were buttons on the top. 
uh, one, two, and three, and I guess you get more money. It's like you put a dollar in. This is how it worked anyway when I went there. You put a dollar in, and you press the one button for 25 cents, the two button for 50 cents, and the three button, I think it was the whole dollar, and you get a multiple of whatever the reward is if you happen to win based on if you had a larger bet. Are you following me there? Okay. So I stick a dollar in the machine, and I, and I remember doing this. One dollar. I put one dollar in the machine, and I push the one button, just the, the 25 cent thing. And I won $200. That was the very first time I gambled in any way, shape, or form. You know, I, I bought some lottery tickets at different times. But the first time in a Vegas-style casino, I did that. $200. And the machine's going crazy. And this lady next to me is upset with me because apparently if I would have pressed the third button, I would have won $800. Well, I had no idea. And then she's upset because she had just left that slot machine. A woman comes out of from the wall. No kidding. At the airport, a woman comes out of the wall and she's got this cash belt and she just presses a button and it goes and she gives me $200 in cash. So I've now spent 25 cents and I have won $200. Right away, my mind started to go, hey, I could make a living doing this. I mean, immediately I went from what a weird thing people do to, hey, I can make a living doing this. And I played the uh, the next 75 cents and I lost. I put in another dollar and then I hit the button and sure enough, I won another hundred bucks. And the same lady comes out of the wall, get, has the machine. And now I've spent, I've now spent two dollars and uh, I now have three hundred dollars that I've won. I am up two hundred and ninety eight dollars. Uh I immediately, my brain, I got to tell you, I, I, if there is an addiction that I would have, I think this is it. I, what was going on in my brain, it was exciting. It was fun. We were having some financial difficulties at the time. We were fine, right? But we were, we were just dealing with, with some stuff. It was during the Great, uh, the great Recession. And there were things like this was going to help a lot. And I remember walking over away from the uh, slot machines and just sitting in those uncomfortable uh, airport rubber seats that they always have. They're so, you know, with the arms on there so you can't even lay down and take a nap. I was sitting there and I remember catching myself rocking back and forth because my brain was just spinning about what I could do to win a bunch of money. And then I thought, this is bad. What's happening to me is bad. And it probably happens to a lots of people. And I began to understand with so many people I'm counseling about their gambling problems. I'm like, well, now I get it. I totally understand what is going through your mind. If what's going through your mind is the same thing that's going through my mind, no wonder you lost your house because you're thinking, oh, I'm good at this or I'm lucky or whatever it is, stupid thing that you think. And uh, it was it was pretty wild. And that's it. That's my only experience. I didn't do it because and the reason I didn't do it is because it makes me nervous that I would get in a lot of trouble. Now, the funny thing is I went home and uh, told my wife that I had made uh, 300 bucks in the gambling and that I also got bumped from the flight and had another 300 bucks back. And then I went to the dentist because I cracked a tooth and it cost me $1,200. So it paid for half of that. That's the way God does it with me sometimes is I get extra money all of a sudden and it, it goes away. I'm telling you that story because when we're talking about these propositions, it makes me incredibly nervous that people in California are going to be able to have a gambling app on their phone with them wherever they go. Is this you? Is this something that is going to be a big deal? Now, there's, there's a couple of big deals with all of this. One is that 
you know, I think, you know, what I would I would just tell you is just don't do it. I know that there are some of you who really do have the the temperament where you can go to Vegas or you can go to a casino or you could have that app and say, you know what, I'm going to put 200 bucks in there. And if I win, I win. If I don't, I'll be done. And you have the discipline and the mindset, whatever was happening in my brain and the brain of a lot of people chemically doesn't happen to you. Okay, I get that. You got to take that between you and the Lord. You still got to be wise with your finances and, you know, all of that. But I think for I think for most of us it's a big deal, and that's why these companies, these uh, casinos, and uh, it's not all the tribes. Uh, all the tribes potentially could benefit, but most of them are not going to benefit very much. The ones who are are the ones who have casinos where this kind of betting will take place, and it's not a lot of them. Um, I think my view is that this is not a good thing for people in California. I think that it's losing. The last poll I only saw one poll a couple of weeks ago. Maybe it's changed, but I don't think. You know, hopefully they're going to lose. That's what I think. Uh, but I don't know. I don't know about that. The other piece of this, okay, the tempting thing is that it expects to raise a lot of money to help the homeless people, especially Prop 27. And the analysis in your voter guide says that it may raise hundreds of millions of dollars that will go into uh, State Homeless Housing Assistance and Prevention Program, the HHAPP. Uh, and it provides funding to different entities that are uh, trying to do things with our, our homeless population right now. And that's a lot of the, you know, the sales pitch for it is, hey, you're going to help the homeless, just like the lottery was, you're going to help the schools. And what do the schools get? They get a very small percentage of the lottery. And really, it's about gambling and raising money for the state. These about 10% of everything that everybody bets has to go to the state. There's a lot of money in here for the state. Question for you is, all this money going to the homeless, that's the temptation. Even if you're not a gambler, that is the temptation to vote for it. Does it really help the homeless? What does it really do? These propositions in Los Angeles, there are a couple of different things on the ballot, and maybe in the city that you're living in, a couple of different things on the ballot that have to do with the homeless. One is Measure ULA, United to House Los Angeles, some other things. What are some ideas about that? Well, when we come back from the break, I've got Andy Bales. Andy Andy Bales is the director of the Union Rescue Mission here in Los Angeles, and he's going to share some thoughts about that and also what's going on with homelessness. As you know, it's election time, and homelessness is one of the top issues across the country and also on the, in the state, and I think you're going to learn a lot. This is an important conversation for us to have. We're going to have Andy Bales with us as soon as we return. You're listening to Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow, your host. I will return as the Tuesday edition of SoCal Live continues. This is SoCal Live with Scott Furrow on 99.5 KKLA. Join the conversation now by texting Scott in the SoCal Live studio at 213-537-3812. Welcome back to Southern California Live. Scott Furrow with you today. And uh, we are talking about uh, the election coming up in two weeks and two different propositions on the ballot and some also some local ones in your city, a couple here in Los Angeles. And Prop 26 and 27 in particular have a feature in them. They're about legalizing sports gambling. 26 would legalize different kinds of gambling at tribal casinos, uh, dice games and roulette wheels, things like that, and also sports gambling and changes the rules for gambling also at racetracks. Proposition 27 would allow for gambling, uh, sports betting across the state uh, via apps and different locations. And uh, it's a big deal. Both of those propositions promise to also, with some of the winnings, fund, not winnings for you, winnings for the uh, 
the gambling casino owners, which is a lot, which will be most of the uh, the money. Some of it, they say, will go to help homeless people in California and people in the who are mentally ill and uh, different things like that. We wanted to talk about that as we think about these things. My guest is Andy Bales. Andy Bales is the CEO and executive director of the Union Rescue Mission here in Los Angeles. Andy, welcome to Southern California Live. It is great to have you with us, Andy. Thank you, Scott. Look forward to spending time with you soon at Thanksgiving. Yes, I'm going to be out there with you in person at the rescue mission here in a couple of weeks. I'm really looking forward to that. Hey, uh, yes, t- yeah, tell us some about the uh, rescue mission. How are things going uh, right now for uh, in, in the neighborhood? So the rescue mission is uh, downtown Skid Row. There was a, a, you know, there's a lot of terrible things going on other than just the homelessness and the drugs. Homeless people are, are often victims of some of the worst violence uh, and things. There was a murder just last night right there uh, on there. Tell us uh, yeah. about that. Yeah, shooting probably two blocks from the mission at the local store. Yeah. And uh, it, it's unfortunate because uh, we, have, we live or we work in the Skid Row area, the most violent, dangerous neighborhood in the U.S., according to Forbes magazine. Yes. And numbers two and three on that top ten are adjacent to Skid Row. And it's only getting worse. It's only getting more violent, more addicted, more more struggles than we've ever seen. Uh, we at Union Rescue Mission are, are holding up and doing as well as we can. Uh, but I can tell you we're overwhelmed with families in need coming to our door. We've never had as many kids as we have right now, 449 total at three different sites, including downtown. Mm. And we've never had as many families. We have about 213 seniors in all. So we are, we are always working to welcome everybody who comes and, and it's very difficult times. It's a, I think most people would agree that we have not seen homelessness and the things that are often related to it, uh, the, the drug addiction, especially, and the violence, uh, I've never seen it in, uh, in my life. You've been there for, uh, what, 35 years at the rescue mission? Well, in this work for 36 years, but doing uh, work, working directly at Union Rescue Mission going on 18. And I can tell you, it, it's always been a rough neighborhood. We've never had the number of shootings and stabbings and, and all-out assaults. And used to be people came pretty beat up and came to the mission for aid. But now when they show up, they're they're nearly beat to death. When they get Mm -hmm. robbed, they're nearly always beat beyond uh, almost recognition. It's, it's It's a different world out there, more violent. And, you know, it's all backed by cartels, uh, uh, gangs who inflict violence most often, all backed by cartels. And um, people are, people are uh, suffering more than ever. For, uh, murders of homeless people in L.A. are up 47%. Over last year, if you wow. can imagine that. That's a that's an incredible, an incredible number. Why do you think that's happening? Why is it getting worse? The cartels have been involved for a long time. There's always been some violence. Why is it, in your view, is it getting worse? Well, meth is the uh, drug of choice, and as if that wasn't addictive enough and destructive enough, the cartels have uh, hired a genius. They, they call him the brain to create um, fentanyl, which has been added to the meth, making it 
even stronger. And there are all kinds of turf wars and battles, and and uh, people are more violent. People people are mentally uh, harmed by use of meth, and it just adds to the tumult that we face every day. Have we changed our over time? our approach to helping people who are addicted or are homeless for different reasons. And, you know, have, have we changed that approach here in Los Angeles into a way, and I don't mean the rescue mission, but in general, there are a lot of, there's an awful lot of money going to uh, uh, homeless um, organizations and a lot of conversation about it. It keeps getting worse. Is this because of the method? Yes. Uh, we are following a harm reduction model, which means a harm enhancement model, in my opinion. The free flow of alcohol and hard drugs are welcomed into places that are built by our government. So, Scott, if you take any amount of HUD money, national money, state money, California's doubled down on housing first, the harm reduction model. If you take any of the county or city money, uh, you have to allow alcohol and drugs, hard drugs, to flow freely. And more of those units are being added to Skid Row. And privately, when I meet with my peers who run those agencies, they say, we're living in chaos, but they're still taking the money and they're still building more units in in an area that is too dense already. We have uh, 5,000 people on the streets, perhaps 12,000 in all struggling with homelessness in that area. And crime will just continue to, to skyrocket rocket when you continue a, a policy of corralling and containment uh, people who are challenged and addicted in one area. Uh, Union yeah. Rescue Mission hopes to decentralize services throughout L.A. County, and we hope to uh, regionalize services throughout L.A. County, decentralize uh, services on Skid Row, and we focus entirely on recovery and life transformation programs through the power of Christ. So we don't follow that model, and yet we're at capacity all the time. People want to come in and have a sober, safe living environment, and that's that's the model we believe in. Tell us, um, you know, some stories about people who come in and uh, and they recover. I mean, isn't isn't that one of the biggest differences between what the Union Rescue Mission does and what this harm reduction philosophy that the the city is uh, is doing? is that you're going to have a lot more stories of recovery. Yes, 25% of our staff are former guests who've recovered Mm. and had a total transformation of their life. Uh, The latest one was Raphael, who came in with four kids and uh, tested positive for meth. And instead of running or uh, getting upset and storming out, he actually entered our men's recovery program while his family stayed at Union Rescue Mission, and he uh, not only graduated, but recovered from his addiction, and now he's volunteering at Union Rescue Mission, and he says that he was not uh, familiar with God at all, and now he knows he's, he's given his life to God. And I could, I could tell you uh, not hundreds of those stories, but thousands of those stories. Uh, Jody, who is living in a, a public storage unit, Uh, had uh, inflicted damage on her own son by using and introducing her son to drugs. But uh, she came into Union Rescue Mission, 
turned her life around and graduated from our women's recovery program. And the, uh, the other night she graduated from our Damascus Road recovery program. And the next day her son graduated from the Dream Center. So Jody now works for us and is helping other uh, ladies in, in the same spot she was in when she came in. You know, I, I know that, that working with the homeless is very difficult. There's a lot of stories that don't turn out. Um, but part of what you do at the Union Rescue Mission, which uh, listeners can find at urm.org, urm.org, part of what you do at the Union Rescue Mission is you do work toward recovery and Christ-centered recovery. And that is the major difference between what you're doing and some other Christian organizations do that as well and the the harm reduction plans that are being funded by the state, which it seems to me, the way I look at it is, they're not about recovery, they're just about doing drugs in a more safer safe way, would be the the approach. Is, yes, is that a, a fair way to look at it? Over their heads. Yeah, with a roof over their heads, but it actually brings the dangers of the street right inside of the buildings and, and the villages that are built. And, I believe in a very quick shelter followed by innovative housing and recovery communities. Build innovative housing inside like mobile homes, container homes, 3D printed concrete homes, uh, other uh, homes, but build them in a recovery community and give people a chance to, to recover. Uh, and I can tell you about a group that took some of the city money yeah. didn't know quite what they were doing, and uh, pretty soon they used to include a Bible in their welcome uh, bag that they gave guests. Well, the city said, you got to take those Bibles out of the bag. And I say, why would you give up the power of Christ to transform lives for any amount of money? Yes. Uh, you, you give up the power of God to swoop down and resurrect Jesus back to life uh, and and he can do that with our guests, right? Living, living and and struggling in life, he can swoop down and save any of us with the resurrection power of Christ. And we shouldn't give up that opportunity for any amount of money. You're absolutely right. We've talked we talk about homelessness a lot on our program and how much money is going to it. And Andy, I got to take a break in a minute. Are you able to stay with us through the break? Absolutely. I yeah. need to still answer. Questions yeah, I want to get. I want to get your thoughts about the propositions when we get back, because Proposition 27 especially is uh, promising a lot of money for a homeless outreach, and I want to get what your thought, or homeless help, and uh, 26 for for uh, mental illness help, and there's other local things on the ballot uh, that I want to get your opinion on. So we'll do that as soon as we come back. My guest is Andy Bales. He is the president and CEO of the Union Rescue Mission in Los Angeles, and uh, when we come back, we're going to really help you out, I think, with some things that are on your ballot right now um, in California. This is Southern California Live. I'm Scott Furrow. I'll be back with Andy Bales as the Tuesday edition continues. Too nervous to go live on the radio with Scott Furrow? Then share your thoughts on the SoCal Live voicemail at 213-537-3812. That's 213-537-3812. Welcome back, everybody. Southern California Live. Good to be with you today. We are talking about the election coming up in two weeks and a couple of propositions on the ballot, Props 26 and 27, that would 
uh, begin sports gambling, legalize it in California. They do a few other different things. But part of the promise of those propositions is that they would provide funding because of all the gambling losses from people who will play and lose their money. Uh, that it would actually help homeless people and help people who are mentally ill. With me is Andy Bales. He's the president and CEO of the uh, Union Rescue Mission. He's also the host of Amazing Stories from Skid Row. You can listen to that program every day at 930 if you're in Los Angeles at KKLA, or you can listen from anywhere if you go to urm.org, urm.org. You can find it on that website there. And uh, that's also the Union Rescue Mission website. Andy, uh, tell us about these propositions. Are they going to help the homeless people in California or uh, or not? What do you think? No, and I'm glad you said some of the money may go to right. homeless, right? Yeah. Because that's uh, it's a real misnomer. It's disingenuous to say that Prop 27 will address homelessness when uh, I understand 10, 90% of the money will go to out-of-state gambling uh, execs and others, gaming officials. 10% will go uh, toward probably whatever's left from 10% from administration and things will go toward homelessness. But 85% of the uh, agencies that are going to benefit from uh, the, the 10% of the homeless funds are, are actually being funded now by $7.6 billion from the state. So, so they're going to receive extra help from this 27 uh when they're already getting billions of dollars. And and by the way, those billions of dollars are being misspent on the harm reduction housing first model that I described to you. So I hope that's not too confusing, but very little of the money is going to uh, assist with addiction and, and mental health and, and uh, housing. But uh, the part that is, those agencies are already being helped a lot by the state. Yeah, and I think, uh, you know, we hear this about the homeless, and oh, $500 million, I read, uh, might be going to help uh, the homeless. There's a couple of things wrong. A lot of it, you said, like, you're, and you're right, it goes to administrative costs. You know, half the money from the lottery is supposed to go to the schools, but when you break it down, it's about 1.5% actually goes to the students uh, in the classroom. Yeah, and I'm not certain, I'm not certain but I think that, I think that you know they're they're expecting 500 million to turn out from this each year. And again, I want to emphasize: 90 percent of the money is going to go to out-of-state gaming officials. That's right, uh, which is the biggest challenge. And and uh, I don't know if you have any other questions about this, but I I have more to say about overall. Uh, and Prop 26. Yeah, well, let's hear. Let's talk about that because I think people need to know overall. Before the break, we talked about that the harm reduction philosophy is being used by California, and it's the idea that we we create clean or safer environments for people to get high if they want to, basically, and we're reducing harm. It's not working. We'll just keep it. It, it doesn't work. It's also not what the rescue mission does. The rescue mission is concerned about recovery, and in particular, recovery uh, through the gospel, and it works. Um, and uh, you don't get any of this money. The rescue mission wouldn't get any of this money anyway because you are a Christian organization. You give Bibles, and you don't participate in the harm reduction philosophy. Is that correct? That is correct. And uh, overall, I just want to say gambling used to be considered a vice in the Christian world, and unfortunately, uh, lots of Christians 
are gambling today, and, and I'm from a background that just says that's not wise. I don't know if I've ever met an owner of a casino or a casino who has lost everything or has been devastated by a gambling addiction, but I have met many individuals on the streets walking into Union Rescue Mission for help, and even when I worked at Lake Avenue Church, who came to me destroyed by gambling and their addiction to gambling. So we deal with all kinds of addictions, and gambling is is a big one. Uh, the house always comes out the winner. Uh, Proverbs twenty eight nineteen says, whoever works his land will have plenty of bread, but he who follows worthless pursuits will have plenty of poverty. Yeah. Uh, also, First Timothy, I'll just read one more verse, but those who desire to be rich fall into temptation, into a snare, into many senseless, harmful desires that plunge people into hurt, ruin, and destruction. For the love of money is the root of all kinds of evils. It is through this craving that some have wandered away from the faith and pierce themselves with many pangs. And I have, I have more, vo- uh, more verses, but I, I want to tell you, particularly on 26, it's trying to rev up, bring back uh, racing. Right, this as, is Prop 26. And that lifestyle is, is dying out. I mean, horse racing is losing its popularity. And uh, I got to tell you about one guy. He, he used to come to me and say, Andy, I'm an expert gambler. And this is a guy who's homeless on the street. He says, if you will just spot me $300, uh, I can go make a comeback. And I said, help me understand this, Jess. Uh, you want, you've lost everything to gambling, but you want me to give you a $300 uh, loan so you can go back and, and get back on your feet through gambling. That doesn't make sense. He actually was angry with me that I didn't trust him, that he couldn't turn that $300 around and be successful because he was an expert gambler. Right. That's the kind of thing that's hard to understand, but that that's what's happening. So why would you do a 26 as a failed attempt to save horse racing and, and uh, bring more people into tribal casinos? 26 is failing because its backers have spent – all their money on resources opposing Prop 27. Right, they're kind of, by they're opposed to each other. Million. I, yeah, I, I don't want to. has been wasted. Yeah, I want to make sure. Sorry, Andy. I want to make sure we have enough time to talk about what you're doing at the rescue mission before we run out of time. I think the basic idea is that Props 26 and 27, they are about gambling. They're not about helping the homeless or mentally ill or other things. They are about gambling in California. And yeah, that's why yeah. four hundred seventy million has been spent on promoting two disingenuous propositions. Uh, right, it, it's been it's been wrongly presented, and both are losing, by the way. And I hope they continue. That's to what I hear. I'm surprised lose. at that, but grateful about that. I want to make sure we talk about the rescue mission and how people can connect with you and some things going on. One other thing that's happening locally is the the measure ULA United to House. LA, is that a good thing for the homeless, or does that fall into the same category of helping the same programs that don't work? So it's the same programs that uh, are carrying out the harm reduction model. Yeah, The units that they're going to build are too expensive, too slow to develop, so it'll take nearly four years to develop a unit. Uh, ULA won't even kick in until next spring, and then it'll take four years to develop. We need immediate uh 
urgent shelter, 24-7 shelter, and then it needs to be followed by innovative, immediate, affordable housing that, that I described earlier, the mobile homes, the container homes, yep. 3D printed homes, and, and more. Uh, uh, but uh, but say no say no to ULA. I People are shocked that I've been saying no to ULA, but it's more uh, it's another billion in taxes, and don't fall for the fact that uh, they're saying that it's only for uh, rich people. It's only picking on the mansions. It will affect everybody, especially ULA and and uh, the extra measure SP that goes with it. Right, Those taxes will be raised on all of it. Yeah, people need to look at the uh, the fine print, and these things often have the the opposite effect, uh, is what they're saying. Um, my guest is Andy Bales. He's the president and CEO of, of the Union Rescue Mission in Los Angeles. Let's talk about Thanksgiving's coming up. How can people uh, connect? What are you guys doing for Thanksgiving? I will have you on the air. I'll be with you, actually, in a couple of weeks talking about that before Thanksgiving. How can people connect with you in a ministry that really is helping people recover from addictions and homelessness? Well, you are uh, going to be there on Friday while we're deep frying turkeys for up to 24 hours. Uh, it'll go on into the night after our show, uh, your show at our place. But uh, we're going to need volunteers for that. And volunteers are starting to come back. We need volunteers to help us deep fry. We need volunteers to help us set up the uh, cafeteria to be like Grandma's house at Thanksgiving after we're done with the uh, show. And uh, we need people helping in the kitchen. We need help. Uh, in in the kids area, we need help in the dessert area, which will be in another mm. part of the mission. Uh, that's on Saturday. And Saturday, uh, Saturday uh, what day? Yeah, Saturday. The uh, I think we're we're in eighteenth, uh, so I think Saturday the nineteenth. Yes. Uh, forgive me if I'm, if I'm a day off, but I think that's right. Uh, we'll serve from eleven a.m. until we uh, run out of guests, and we'll. We'll feed people twice if we need to, if, if they're hungry. And uh, that kicks off a Thanksgiving week of festivities. We have, uh, we have Thanksgiving Day meal again uh, at the Mission on Thursday. We also have one at the Angelus House yeah. with uh, 86 families. And we also have one at Hope Gardens on Thanksgiving Day. Uh, where we we also Andy, have. I'm almost. I'm about out of time, and it's a hard break. People can connect and volunteer by going to urm.org. Urm.org. Is that correct? Absolutely. Yes. All right, thank Andy. You. Thank you very much for joining us on our program. I'm sorry. To, I, there's so much more we can talk about. So we're going to have you on. We'll be together here in a couple of weeks, and it matters a lot. And uh, I really appreciate all the work that you are doing and the great things that U- Union Rescue Mission is doing here in Los Angeles. Thank you, sir. Thank you for joining us. Andy Bales, he's the CEO and president of Union Rescue Mission. He also has a program right here on KKLA, which you can find. It's called Amazing Stories from Skid Row. You can learn more about the Rescue Mission, volunteer, and donate by going to urm.org, urm.org. I'm Scott Furrow. This is Southern California Live. We'll be back with Hour 2 in just a minute as the Tuesday edition continues. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.